Today's show is being brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant, Tawana Coleman. Our health and longevity of life is so vital, and we must remember that our bodies do not come with the warranty. So whatever you eat or drink, do it all to the glory of God. Be mindful of what you put in, around, and on your body. If you want to know more about living a lifestyle that decreases stress, aids weight loss, gives your skin glow, gives you energy, saves time, and good for your whole family, you can find me on Facebook at Tawana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Tawana Coleman. On Tuesdays and Thursdays, we'll discuss some serious matters that should be of concern to the American people and also how our mindsets and energy shape our reality. guys doing good morning good morning welcome back to another another episode of talking with Twana I'm your host Twana so thank you so much for tuning in with me I greatly appreciate it all right so I have not said happy new year so happy new year to you guys hope that all is going well with you and you are being safe out here in these streets right so we've got to take care of ourselves as much as possible and you know doing what we need to do so as i've already mentioned and talked about before the immune systems we, we got to talk about that so I, i'll sprinkle that in a little bit here but um i want to talk about on today i wanted to talk about you know, COVID. What's going on with that? I want to talk a little bit about Myrna, you know, Pfizer and things of that nature. And especially as far as with the vaccine, what is going on? What is the current? What is the the latest information? And so um, I'm not sure where you guys are at right now, uh, as far as with this info, but I'm going to share as much as possible here on uh, today. All right, so let's jump right in. Okay, so I've got to bring the information to you can't play any games with it. Let's talk about the flu. Okay, so we see the cases every day. So anytime you turn on your local news media news source outlet, um, you're going to see you know, skyrocketing cases, you're going to see extremely high numbers, you're going to see, um, you know, 300 deaths in one day, you're going to see uh, 25,000 deaths in one week, you're going to see all these high numbers, right? So right now, um, and I'm sure, you know, many of you out there, probably are asking the same question that many other people have asked as well. And that is, what happened to the flu? Hmm? What happened to other health issues that have seemed to take a back seat to COVID? All right. So that's not to downplay COVID. That's not to say that it does not exist. That is to state that there are questions that are being asked. People are wanting to know, right? So for as long as we can remember, the flu has been the thing, right? Especially from, what is it, uh, December to February. Mm, I'd, give or take November. Give or take November to maybe about February. The flu has claimed so many lives, right? But that was also due to underlining health conditions that were pre-existing, right? So that's also the case with COVID, okay? So uh, the majority have had pre-existing health conditions and uh, the virus, the respiratory issue exasperated uh, those issues and made it tougher and difficult to, you know, uh, I guess, progress from there, if you will, to heal and to get better. So when your gut health is not 
on point when it's not accurate and it's not well and when your immune system is not in tip-top shape and where it needs to be it's going to be some struggles it's going to be some problems okay so you guys know the last time um i broke down the numbers between uh, the flu compared to about two years ago to the numbers reported for COVID and they were similar. They were actually similar in numbers. Okay. Not only were they similar, also when it comes to the actual deaths that were reported. Okay. So I don't want to go back too much, but just to kind of recap here a little bit if you will especially when it comes to um you know me making mention as far as with the cdc also coming out with that information telling you at uh, a few different points back in 2020 <laughs> and it's so funny to say back in 2020 because that was literally just days ago but back in 2020 where they repeat they repeated uh not repeated but reported several times that they inaccurately reported numbers of deaths with covid right numbers were inaccurately reported of deaths right so people that passed away from other health issues or complications from other health issues Everything was counted as COVID or Rona. You know, we have the different little terms now of how we're referencing to it, but it was different names. Uh, but there were numbers uh, that were being reported for people that were actually uh, trans uh, expiring from other health conditions and other health issues. But it was labeled as COVID when that was not actually the case. Hmm. What y'all think about that? What y'all think about that? You got to tell me what you think about it, right? So that's why I, I say all the time, make sure that you're getting all of the facts. Make sure that you are being well-rounded and well-balanced when it comes to the information and the news that you receive, right? Don't just totally stick to one news source or news base, right? You have some serious um, watchdog news sources out here that are reporting nothing but the facts no bias information no you know miscalculated information no paid for information that's being shared we're talking about straight hardcore facts straight hardcore to the point data and that's what we need to have as American citizens, that's what we need to have as a country. That's what we need to have globally when it comes to knowing what is going on. What is what is the, the accurate way to process all of this information and how can we best uh, protect ourselves? How can we best boost our immune systems and not easily get sick and things of that sort? So, um, which also brings me to, you know, something I've talked about before. Um, don't you, or is there, are there any of you out there that find it a little interesting that the only way or source of boosting your immune system strictly reported by doctors reported by, you know, Dr. Fauci and other officials that the only way to boost your immune system is by the vaccine. That's the only way you have to get the vaccine. All right. So let, let me go on back here to what I originally started talking about here moments ago, and that was the flu. Okay. What happened to the flu? All right. So as uh, COVID-19, basically, as it is continuing, it's a uh, rampage here, if you will, if it's, it's continuing to surge and, you know, quote unquote, to overwhelm uh, so many hospitals, especially in uh, reportedly New York and California and things of that nature, you know, 
is raising that question, what happened to it, especially since we're in that season for the flu. So where did it go? What happened to it? Okay. So uh, a top um, doctor stated that uh, the flu cases are now being reported as COVID-19. Did y'all catch that? <laughs> the flu cases are now being reported as a COVID-19. Okay. So now I'm not talking about the new wave and the new bug that is said to uh, be coming out here really soon, you know, and all that stuff. So, but I'm stating now, as far as with the current cases, they're saying that the flu cases. So if in hindsight, if we're thinking about if it's being correlated or likened to the flu, whew, that's kind of interesting, huh? Because that means that we have people in a state of panic, in a state of fear for something that they're already accustomed to and what they're used to, and that's the flu where people didn't lose their jobs, they didn't lose their source of incomes, they didn't lose their, um, you know, monetary, a different monitor, monetary sources coming in, you know, people had multiple jobs doing different things. And now it is a struggle for a lot of people. And some people are only in their homes, in their apartments right now, just because, just because of the uh, Relief Act as far as with stopping evictions, not allowing renters or lenders to evict people, right? So that makes a serious difference um, when it comes to if we're comparing and if they're stating that they're just counting flu cases as COVID. Isn't this how this all started? Is that COVID was more deadlier than the flu? more significant than the flu. So how can you count the flu as COVID? And then not to mention just um, several weeks ago, uh, they stated that the reason from, who was it? Uh, the FDA, if I'm not mistaken, the FDA um, were the ones to most recently report that um, the flu cases were down because people were wearing their masks. So guess what? That curbed that issue, that fixed that issue, but they turned around in the same sentence, the same breath and say, but COVID is up because people are not wearing their masks. <laughs> so like y'all picking up what I'm putting down? Are you picking up what I'm putting down, right? So I'm just trying to put it out there just for a little critical thinking to take place. We're talking about this. It's not like it's a separate group of people um, in this part, you know, of the hemisphere or this part of the country. And then you have this other half, other side of the country where they're not wearing masks. So all of the people on this side that are wearing the mask, they... Um, are not contracting the flu because of that, but what happened to, so is it, is it blocking COVID and the flu, but only when you're not wearing your mask, you're not contracting the flu. You're only contracting COVID. So the flu is bypassing you and it's only COVID that's coming. You know, Y'all picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting this information out here. Just just some critical thinking. Like I said, it is not that COVID is not real, right? There have been unfortunately too many lives that have been lost. Seriously. But there also is inaccurate information that is being put out here and that is being given and some serious serious fear mongering that is taking place. All right. So, um, 
jumping back in here. So uh, getting back to as far as with uh, it being reported that uh, influenza has been re re renamed COVID, basically. So it has basically been renamed as COVID. And it is reported that there may be quite a number of influenza cases that are included in the presumed COVID category of people with COVID symptoms, right? So we're talking about, um, you know, loss of smell, no sense of taste, a headache, and things of that sort, right? So um, the symptoms are vague. It's, it's, they're vague. And I'm stating that because there are so many other symptoms as well that are comparable or relatable. How many of you have had a cold before? We have all had a cold before in our lives, up, you know, prior to March 2020. If you were to guess, guesstimate, if you were to estimate, you probably have had at least in your lifetime of where you, depending on how old you are, you've probably had, you know, what, 50, 60 coals, 100 coals in your lifetime. And what did you have? A loss of smell. Couldn't smell anything with your nose stuffed up, stuffy and congested. Couldn't smell anything. You couldn't taste anything because you were impacted with mucus, right? You got mucus all impacted into your lungs, all right? Your body is trying to fight off this virus, is trying to fight off this infection. So you really can't smell anything and you're snorting, snotting everywhere. You can't really taste your food and, you know, you're just like, oh, you're miserable. And especially if you caught the flu before. I've caught, caught, uh, contracted the flu one time. Thank God for that. <laughs> I caught the flu one time, like about 30 years ago 30 something years ago and it was miserable for me but I got over it the first couple of days was miserable you know how many of you guys have contracted the flu more than once all right so you you take your medicines, you take your over-the-counter stuff, whatever it is that you're taking. Uh, you ramp up your vitamin C and all those different types of things, whatever it is that you take. And after a couple of days, I was better. I was much better, right? So I probably say after the third day or so, um, I started to get my... Uh, sense of taste back. I was able to get um, my sense of smell back. You might have a little stuffy nose. You might still have a little runny nose. But for the most part, majority of the infection has has passed out of your body. You know, and you pass that out from um, getting out phlegm, um, blowing your nose. You also get a lot of stuff out from when you go to the bathroom. Right. So you pass stuff out that way as well so that's something to keep in mind right so was is it easy and has it been easy or was it easy for other people as well that contracted the flu and passed away absolutely not absolutely not but it's also again to reiterate and go back to the point that there are a lot of people and that there have been a lot of people that had underlining pre-existing health conditions, um, high blood pressure, high cholesterol, diabetes, you know, serious inflammation of the body, gout, all these different types of things. And when they contracted this respiratory issue or this respiratory virus, 
it totally exasperated the other health conditions and kicked them into overdrive. And not to mention how sometimes, you know, we'll try to, you know, fix stuff on our own or, you know, you kind of, you may go several days, you may go a week and, you know, it's not getting any better, but it may have gotten too bad at that time. You see what I'm saying? And then the person has to, you know, go to the doctor or go to the hospital or the emergency room and things may be a little rocky, maybe a little shaky, right? So yes, there have been people that have passed away from it. Um, but it's also very important to break down that a lot of the cases were exasperated by pre-existing health conditions. But getting back here, as far as with Dr. Fauci, many of you are very familiar with Dr. Anthony Fauci. All right, so he has been stating and not only he, but so many other legislators and things of that nature have been stating that the darkest days in this battle against COVID are ahead of us. The darkest, darkest of days are coming. They have been speaking of the dark winter. All right. So we are currently in the winter time. Okay. So um, from what we are seeing in the media right now, This is only the beginning. This is only the beginning. This is not, right, the coup de croix, if you will. A crudité. Did I say that right? Crudité of what's to come. So, with that being said, um, Going back here, as far as even like when I was speaking about the um, peak time of the flu uh, between December and February and things of that nature, you know, um, take note that there is not a lot of mention from mainstream media these days about the flu. They don't even talk about it. It's not even mentioned. It's like it never existed. Right. It's like it never existed. And especially um, with people, let's see, there's not a lot of mention. Well, there's no mention about the flu anymore. Everything is COVID. And there's no mention like there was or like there were about cases of high blood pressure, you know, <laughs> you know, being the number one killer, high cholesterol. You know, people suffering strokes. You know, every now and again, you'll see a health segment about um, consuming too much processed foods. You know, not too often. Every now and again, you'll see a little segment on that about consuming too much processed foods, consuming uh, bacon, fatty foods, fried foods, greasy foods, a lot of carbs. And, you know, did I say processed foods? Uh, processed foods. A lot, a lot of that stuff. You'll see that in how it contributes to the demise of your health. I mean, uh, just before March 2020, there was a, a report about bacon decreasing um, your lifespan. So if you were to eat one to two slices of bacon just a few times a week, you have significantly decreased your lifespan just from eating bacon. But there's no talk about that. There's not much talk about eating right, eating healthy, getting some exercise. It's not a lot of discussion about that. And I don't know about you. I don't know if it's not something that you think about or may not be concerned about. But it does concern me that from our healthcare system, that the only way to protect yourself is to take a vaccine. As if your immune systems were not created so wonderfully and so awesomely, so amazingly, right? So efficiently. 
And that all you have to do for the most part, for the most part, is to take care of your health, to eat right, eat healthy, eat clean, get some exercise in, get your heart rate up some, right? There's no mention of that. But before COVID, that was talked about some. Get some exercise in, work out a couple of days a week, get walk, walk a few times a week. That was talked about, but it's not talked about now. The only thing that can be done to protect you is the vaccine, right? So am I here to tell you not to take the vaccine or anything like that? No, but I'm just, I I just want to incite some critical thinking, some critical thinking on some things. So and even when it comes to uh, the vaccine, uh, Pfizer, Pfizer, Moderna, being exempt from any liability whatsoever from the vaccine. So basically, um, to state that again, Pfizer and Moderna are exempt from any liability related uh, to any adverse reaction to the vaccine. So basically, if you have an adverse reaction or your loved one or your family member has an adverse reaction to it, you, my friend, cannot sue them. Okay? You cannot sue Pfizer or Moderna. Uh, And I feel like I'm saying that so wrong, but Moderna and Pfizer cannot be uh, held liable or accountable if there is a death or any adverse reaction to it. Okay, so um, what do you do from there? Right. So let's go over a little bit. some of the adverse reactions, okay? And this is coming directly from the CDC, okay? As far as adverse reactions with COVID-19 vaccines, okay? So they are listed here. Now I'm gonna tell you, the first listed adverse reaction is, drum roll, I need a drum roll, okay? But, Uh, I hate to say it, but this is the first listed reaction and it is death. Death is the first listed adverse reaction to the vaccine. Okay, let's go through the rest of them here. Okay, Uh, and, and if you can't tell by the tone of my voice, I don't like that. I think that is horrible. I think it is disgusting. Right. To take something. And when you break down the data. That comes directly. From the CDC. The FDA. And even the World Health Organization has reported um, on the accuracy of the information that there is a ninety nine point nine percent chance of surviving this virus right now yes it does it does play a considerable role in your healthcare routine and your healthcare regimen you have to take care of your health you have to do all these things it's not cliche it's not oh it's just that's what they keep saying you need to take care of your health no that's actually true you have to do that You have to take care of your health. You have to um, eat right. You have to exercise. And I got to be real with you. I got to tell you straight from the hip, straight from the muscle, you've got to eat right. You cannot consume a lot of processed foods. You cannot consume a lot of greasy foods. All the stuff that I've been saying, you can't do that. Why? Because you're pumping your body full of junk, toxins, poisons, chemicals, all these different types of things that are, they're not doing anything but lowering your immune system. So if it's lowering your immune system, you're not fighting much of anything. 
the likelihood and the chances of you know, developing or contracting something is so incredibly easy, not just COVID. There are other health issues that are serious and that are significant. Do you guys know how many cases of individuals and y'all, I don't want to <laughs> ramble off on a, on a tangent here, but do you know how many people have been turned away from hospitals or just care from their doctors for other health care issues and concerns because if it's not COVID yeah I digress but let me go back here to um, the listed adverse reactions to the COVID vaccine death that's the number one that I stated to you okay all right then you have the COVID-19 disease itself OK, now they stated that they, they don't actually inject you with COVID-19, but it is genetically modified organisms that um, imitate COVID-19, which in response stimulate your immune system to combat and fight it. OK. But I go back to what I was saying a little bit earlier your immune system was not half made. It was not partially created. It was not, mm, it was created, but you're going to need a lot of help from man-made chemicals, man-made labs, all those different types of things, right? It was not partially created. If you take care of your health, if you take care of your body, it's going to take care of you. Okay. All right. GBS, Guillain-Barre syndrome. Okay. That is another adverse reaction. Right. And it's not surprising to me whatsoever. And let me tell you why. Not only because I have a personal connection with it, but because this is documented evidence. Okay. Really close, 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 close friend of mine passed away several years ago. But when I tell you healthy in tip top shape, strong, healthy individual. Okay. No health conditions, no health issues but believed in the flu shot okay so my friend got the flu shot again during the onset of flu season in mm, late 2011 all right so the day that my friend received the flu shot, later on that evening, they were at um, a function and an illness came down on them really hard, really tough. They had to go lay down in the facility on the floor because it came down hard, it came down swift, and it was the same day, right? Long story short, my friend ended up in ICU and um, it was bad. It was extremely bad. Intensive care unit, okay? And not only that, my friend was hooked up to a ventilator, you know, to uh, shake the lungs and all that stuff, trying to move, um, um, you know, phlegm and all that stuff and mucus and all that, shifting it out of his chest as much as possible. Okay. Could not talk, had a trach. Couldn't talk, couldn't do much of anything, could not feel his extremities. Couldn't move anything. Couldn't move hands, legs, toes, nothing. Right? 
could um, eventually got to the point where could um, snicker just a little bit, like give a little <laughs> a little laugh or something like that. But to communicate was communicating through uh, the blinks of his eyes. Right. So if you asked a question, you blink once for yes, twice for no. Because that's basically all that could really be done. And then after maybe a few weeks, um, uh, he was able to speak a little bit. Not a lot, just a little bit. All right. So needless to say, um, nothing could be done. Nothing could be done. And they ended up diagnosing him with Guillain-Barre syndrome. That is not something that you just contract. That is not something that it just magically happens, especially when there are no uh, health conditions, uh, pre-existing health conditions with the family. It's not hereditary or something in that nature. You don't just develop it just like that. It is a uh, reaction of the flu. It is a symptom of the flu, the flu shot. Let me make sure I'm correct. The flu shot. Okay. So not only is it a adverse reaction of that, it is an adverse reaction of this vaccine as well. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, Guillain-Barre uh, syndrome, uh, seizures, stroke, narcolepsy. Okay. Anaphylaxis. I mean, come on. Come on. Acute myocardial infection, heart infection, okay? Transverse myelitis, right? Multi-systemic inflammatory syndrome. <laughs> you have to gauge whether or not death because it is listed as the number one adverse reaction. You have to gauge whether or not contracting COVID is more or less or more important, less or more important than getting the vaccine. So which one is more important? Which one is better for you? Because if you think about it, you don't want to die from the from COVID, right? But then you're going to turn around and take the vaccine where the top adverse reaction is death. Okay. The adverse reactions are serious. Are like serious and outweigh when you when you really break down the stats and you break down the numbers and we get to as far as living a healthier, cleaner life. Yes, there are people that have passed away from it. Yes, we have just we, we talked about that. We've discussed it. It is so true. It's accurate. But there are also people that I personally know that have contracted COVID and I'm talking about was sick. You know, they said it felt like the flu 2.0. They ramped up on their vitamin C, their zinc, vitamin D, right? Like seriously ramped up on that, making sure that they were getting their vitamins intake, um, making sure that uh, some did bone broth, uh, drinking plenty of water, getting plenty of rest, moving around. Right. So I'm not giving medical advice. I'm not giving medical claims or anything like that. I'm just stating what I know personally from individuals that had it and conquered it. And after about a week, back on track, doing well, no major health issues, no conditions, not having to be on a ventilator, none of those different types of things. So I just wanted to point that out there to you so that you could have this information as well at your disposal so that you can make the best informed decisions for yourself and for your family. Now, I wanted to point out here that um, California, 
okay? They halted the Moderna vaccine, okay? So they halted the injections due to unusually high adverse reactions, okay? So the Moderna mRNA, they, halt, they uh, halted those because of these reactions and it was being reported just like that, right? So dozens of deaths and adverse reactions have been linked to the vaccines in the US and Norway where 33 senior citizens died shortly after receiving the Pfizer injection, injections, okay? At least 55 people have died following the vaccinations in the US, okay? The CDC, the CDC itself states that a number of deaths are to be expected for vaccine rollouts. Now, let me repeat that again in case it was not caught. Pick up what I'm putting down, okay? The CDC stated that a number of uh, deaths are to be expected for vaccine rollouts. So they're telling you, yes, you're going to die. Yes, some of you are going to die. Yes, there are going to be some deaths, right? Due to the vaccine. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Are you willing to take that chance of a virus that has over 99% survival rate, right? If you take charge of your health and you do what you are supposed to do and what is needed, you can change things around significantly for your health, right? But it comes back to what are you already doing to take care of your health? What are you already doing? Okay. So California, they're just like, uh -uh. they're not taking any chances on this. Okay. So the California uh, Department of Public Health, uh, they said that fewer than 10 individuals experienced uh, severe side effects to the mRNA Myrna vaccine that required medical attention over the past 24 hours. So they're stopping it right there. They're like, we don't need to keep going and having these serious adverse reactions when it comes to this, right? Yeah. Firefighters, <laughs> you know, firefighters there are fearful of being guinea pigs. They've been offered free gifts and perks such as home security systems, bicycles and gift cards, uh, Airbnb and Lyft rides. Not only that, um, let's keep in mind that about a month or so ago, they were considering, uh, legislators were considering uh, paying people to get the vaccine. Right? Um, it was even talked about um, giving people uh, marijuana. Forgetting the vaccine. Uh, Dollar General just came out with the information uh, last week that they're going to pay their workers for agreeing to take the vaccine. All right. So does that scare you? Right. Does it scare, you know, you a little bit at all? That you're being propositioned to get paid to take it. All right. Because the numbers are way less um, they were expecting to vaccinate 10 million by the end of 2020. And I think it was only like one point something. So it was one point something there on that number. But that is something to keep in mind. All right. So I'm getting ready to wrap up here. But I, I just wanted to make sure that I pointed out there, too, that you also know that Bell's palsy is another adverse reaction and that there have been nurses that have come out and spoke out against this to they told their story that they developed bell's palsy after taking the vaccine all right so uh there are some things that you are not going to see on mainstream media so that's why i, I highly encourage you to just make sure that you are thoroughly doing your research and you just know you make the best decision for yourself. Did you also know that the uh, vaccine was manufactured with the what you call loosely in so many words with the lining of aborted fetal cells? Mm hmm. With aborted human DNA. Right. They're using the 
fetal lining, the fetal DNA from babies from the 1970s. From the 1970s that have been kept in a lab and they have been manufactured. They have um, been duplicating cells. You know? So it is reported that it is not in the actual vaccine, but that it was tested with the lining of it or, or something in that form there. However you want to take that. But I wanted to play some audio here for you. And you tell me what you think of this, right? So this is coming from um, a medical uh, personnel in a large hospital in Broward County in Florida, uh, any uh, anesthesia, um, yeah, anesthesia department. So let me go ahead and get this information queued up here and let's hear what she says. Work for a large hospital system in Broward County, Florida on the anesthesia team. Last night, the house nurse manager came to my department and told us that we must prepare for a COVID crisis that's going to start next week. And they're going, the hospital will be taking part of our recovery unit, anesthesia recovery unit, to house COVID patients. And that we should, that we cannot allow surgical patients' families to come visit them, which we do pre and post surgery, pre and post anesthesia. And I looked at her and I said, how do you know we're going, you're going to need our, our rooms, our bays? And how do you know there's going to be a crisis next week? She tilted down her glasses. She looked at me and she said, you know what's going on by now. And I said, yeah, I do. And everyone else just went, oh, here we go again and shrugged their shoulders. Does anyone else find this really strange besides me? It's about time that this whole corrupted, stinking system is brought down. Seriously. Because I'm really hating my job right now. I can't stand this corruption anymore. Please share. All right. So that was just her... Um, her experience, uh, in, again, in, in a large hospital in uh, Broward County, sharing that information there. So I want to, you know, chit chat with you. I want to discuss this information. I know that we went over a lot here uh, today, but we, you know, we have to get this information out here just so that you can, you know, balance the playing field so that you can have good information so that you can make informed decisions on what is best for you, right? So not to tell you what you should do or should you take it, shouldn't you take it. My biggest, biggest thing that I want you to take away from today's show is to research. Know what information is being paid for and where it is being pushed to you and make sure that you know what is legitimate and accurate information when it comes to what you need to do to better protect yourself. Make sure that you are looking at all information, scour the CDC, scour the FDA, scour all of this information and go through, right? Don't stay on the surface, dig in, get this information. And again, I highly encourage you to make sure that you are reading, you are researching, and most importantly, take care of your health, right? Get these nutrients into your body. Get these vitamins into your body. Don't play any games with it. Now is not the time to do so. And if it's been reported um, when the first wave of this hit in March of 2020, it was reported then 
that there were going to be several different super waves of this. It was being told to us when this was right on the brink, right on the cusp. How did how how was it known? Right. So if you're constantly being told that it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse, it's going to get worse. Be proactive. And take charge of your health. Right. Don't put your health into the hands of someone else. Solely, you know. Oh, you got to wear your mask. You got to wear your mask. You don't you you're going to kill people. You're you're this, you're that. You have no concern for people. Take charge of your health yourself as well. Right. Eating right. Don't put a lot of junk into your body. Don't put a lot of um, conventional produce into your body. Don't put a lot of don't put GMO foods into your body. Be mindful of that. Eat right exercise get plenty of rest rest is so important to your body revitalizing itself at night and replenishing it is so critical and it has to get done all right so enough of my little <laughs> rant here on today i thank you guys so so much for tuning in with me i greatly greatly appreciate it on today like seriously all right so make sure you catch up with me tune in with me i want to you know chit chat with you and things of that nature you can find me on facebook right at twana coleman and you can also find me on ig at underscore the wellness chick all right so make sure you follow me there on those platforms i want to connect with you so in the meantime in between time make sure that you are being blessed stay safe catch me on tomorrow as i will be talking about motivation right so tuesdays and thursdays we have to get that motivation and that inspiration in to take care of our business and you know be our best selves and get out here and attract goodness and greatness and abundance and all these great things we have to be able to do that so in the meantime and in between time be blessed to be safe enjoy the rest of your day talk to you soon bye today's show was brought to you by wellness and nutrition consultant tawana coleman your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit within you, whom you have from God. So glorify God in your body. To learn more about fueling your body with optimum and nutritional superfoods, freeing your body of toxins and chemicals, achieving mental clarity, energy, and nutrients for the whole family to take. Remember, your body does not come with the warranty, so we must take care of it. You can find me on Facebook at Twana Coleman. That's T-W-A-N-A-C-O-L-E-M-A-N. And on Instagram at the Twana Coleman.